Well, hello again, everybody. Uh, this is Jeff Saunders, and you're listening to another edition of Mr. Saunders' Sandbox, right here on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. And most of y'all probably know what the show is about, but for those of you that may be listening to this for the first time, uh, this is a show that I basically dig in my heels and stop what I'm doing and, and talk about a topic that, that's been on my heart or in my mind uh, of late. And today's show is no different, except I don't have one topic for today's show. So I, I thought I would just talk about a few things that I've been thinking about. Uh, hopefully some of it's some fun stuff that you'll enjoy. And uh, yeah, so we can kind of, I guess, think of today's show as a potpourri. <laughs> hopefully, uh, like a potpourri, it'll have like several individual smells that all come together to make a pretty smell that maybe covers up some of the stink out there in the world. We'll see. That, that'll be our goal for today. And uh, for those of y'all uh, that are here in the United States, I hope that you're all having a, a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Uh, for those of you not in the States, uh, this is a time that uh, we set aside every year to honor and, and uh, pay tribute and remember uh, those who have uh, served in our um, military, uh, those that have, have served to uh, to make sure that we have the freedoms that, that we all enjoy, and, and those that have, you know, paid the ultimate price so that we may have those freedoms. And not just us, but so that people in other nations around the world also uh, will have, have those freedoms. So it's a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty big deal. And uh, as someone who works in San Antonio, Texas, which is very much a military town, uh, it's, it's very hard not to get caught up in, in all of the, the patriotism uh, associated with the holiday. And, uh, you know, also, there's a lot of people in my family that served. I, I would say probably other than my dad, I think all of my uncles, well, most of my uncles uh, served. Uh, in in one branch or another of the armed forces, all of my great uncles served, along with both of my uh, uh, grandfathers, um, and this is kind of neat. Uh, my current son-in-law and my future son-in-law uh, both served. So uh, a tip of the hat to all of them. Uh, I I. I very much respect what you do, and and thank you, thank you, thank you for your service, uh, not just to our country, but uh, to the people all around the world. So, I guess for today's show, since we're going to be hitting a lot of different topics, uh, we'll call today's episode Memorial Day Musings. That's kind of, a, I think that's got a little bit of a ring to it, and and I just kind of covered the first topic that I was going to hit on. And that was, you know, it being Memorial Day uh, and, and, and giving a big shout out and thank you to, to all those that serve. Now, with Memorial Day, the other thing that always comes to mind for me every year is uh, movies, right? Uh, summer movies. I mean, this is, this, is, this is often when the summer movie season starts or, or it traditionally has been, you know, as, as, as I've grown up, you know, during my life, this has been when it started. And, uh, and all that kind of started pretty close to the same time I did. I think 
I think Jaws was probably the first big summer blockbuster. And in going forward after it came out, uh, this time of the year, it's been when it's all started every year, right? Uh, the, the next big one, uh, and the one that, that's probably the most near and dear to my heart is, is the original Star Wars movie. Uh, it, it, it came out in, in May of 1977 and it, it very much kind of built off of the momentum that it started, uh, a year before with, with Jaws. So those two movies, I think really cemented summer as, as the time for the big, blockbuster movies to come out. So I always kind of think about that uh, also around Memorial Day. And, and, and often I think about Star Wars. Uh, May, is a, May is a big month for Star Wars. Uh, we actually did an episode of Mr. Saunders Sandbox a few weeks ago uh, to celebrate May the 4th, which has sort of become the official Star Wars Day. And it all ties into to, to Star Wars movies traditionally, not that, not necessarily the, the Disney ones, but, but traditionally Star Wars movies have come out in May. So it's, it's exciting to kind of reflect on that and, and in a way to kind of relive it through our memories. And speaking of, of May and Star Wars, a little thing happened not too long ago. Uh, I don't think I've, really talked about it on here, but I was, I was one of the, the people that, that bought tickets for Star Wars Celebration for last year. And then we all know how 2020 turned out. Uh, most, most big things like that, uh, anything that involved a gathering of people was canceled or postponed. And, and that, that was definitely the case with Star Wars Celebration last year. It, uh, it was going to be in Anaheim, California, uh, last August. And then because of the pandemic, uh, they, they had finally made the decision, you know, to go ahead and, and postpone it for a couple of years. Now I still went to, I still went to California. I've got a buddy and his wife that live out there and I spent some time with them and it was really nice to, to catch up with them. And, 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 uh, my buddy took me around and showed me some of the sites, uh, since everyone was staying at home, you know, there weren't really any lines or crowds anywhere. So we kind of got to kind of walk around and, and see what we wanted to see. And then, uh, I turned it into a, a road trip and actually drove back to Texas from California, stopped at a lot of the national parks along the way, like Joshua tree, uh, the grand Canyon, uh, Saguaro, white sands, a lot of really cool places. Now, for the most part, all I could do was drive through these national parks, you know, because, you know, they didn't really, uh, it wouldn't really open uh, for you to actually get out and experience a lot of it. But it was still, it was still really neat and, and uh, made some really good memories just, just driving through and checking out all the, all these beautiful, beautiful places uh, in the southwestern United States. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting on a tangent here. Uh, we were talking about Star Wars Celebration. Recently, I got word that they've actually uh, changed the date again. When they had originally postponed it, uh, it was going to be in August of 2022, next year. Well, recently, they changed the date again, and they've actually moved it up. And it's going to be a year from now. It'll be at the end of May 
next year. So that's very exciting. Uh, I still have my tickets. Uh, I'm still going to be going and I'm probably going to do some road tripping around the same time because uh, I really did enjoy that last year. But I'm super stoked about that and uh, and that'll be something that I, I probably will associate with Memorial Day going forward uh, is a Star Wars celebration which will be on or around Memorial Day next year. So that's some good stuff. Now, I have a, there were, there were a few different things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, that was one of them. Uh, another thing that's like really on my mind right now, uh, mainly because I just sat down and watched a pay-per-view, is a professional wrestling. Uh, I told you this was going to be like a potpourri, because that has nothing to do with the other things that we've talked about so far. But um, I, I watched a, a pay-per-view called uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, it's put on by the AEW uh, All Elite Wrestling Promotion. Uh, which I've which I've started uh, watching uh, since it it began uh, I guess about a year year and a half ago, and I am really really enjoying it. Uh, I, I I didn't watch wrestling so much as a kid. I, I was aware of it. I, I I would see a little bit of it from time to time. Uh, we had a satellite dish uh, when when I was a kid. Uh, I say when I was a kid, I was probably in middle school when we got it. And we had a thing called a descrambler. You know, that's an illegal device uh, that people used to have for their satellite dishes, which actually descrambled the signal and allowed you to watch all of the uh, different satellite channels uh, for free. So, yeah, we had that. So I watched a lot of pay-per-views like when I was kind of in middle school, but I didn't watch the weekly wrestling programs so uh i would i would watch the pay-per-view so i was i was familiar with with a lot of the wrestlers and i and i have a lot of memories of watching those big events but as far as like someone that watched it you know week in and week out uh uh, consistently and and religiously that was not me as a kid you know as i became a young adult uh, in my early 20s that changed and I got caught up in WCW. And this was around about the time that the, the New World Order became a big thing. Uh, and, and the Stinger came back with his white and black uh, face paint like the crow. And Goldberg was doing his streak. And there was just, there was just a lot of like very, uh, very cool things going on in that promotion at the time. And this was when that promotion was actually winning what was called the Monday Night War. And it probably was when WCW was at its best ever. Well, that's when I got reintroduced to wrestling. And I became a pretty devout, loyal follower of WCW. Now, within a year of me starting to watch it, it started to, to go down in quality. And, and from what I, I know now... The other big promotion, the WWE, uh, went up in quality and got really big. And, and what well, was already big, but got really better to the point that eventually WCW was bought by the WWE. And, and that's kind of where I stopped watching professional wrestling. Now, there were other factors uh, in there. My, my ex-wife, uh, who was my wife at the time, uh, believed that I watched too much wrestling 
Uh, so she kind of, uh, she made me stop, I guess. I mean, I guess she didn't make me, but, uh, uh, she used, uh, she, she convinced me that it would be better if I stopped. I, I, I don't know how better to put that without uh, getting too personal, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, she, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Anyway, I, I stopped, uh, I stopped watching wrestling about that time and I, and I went back a, a, every now and then I would turn it back on and I would watch a little bit of WWE. Uh, there was a promotion that, that came around a few years after that, uh, called, a uh, TNA, uh, and I would watch it sometimes, but nothing I watched really ever had that same feel and grabbed me the way that WCW did when I started watching it in 1997. Now, all that said, when AEW launched, uh, I, I think I said a year and a half ago, I think it's been more like two years ago. I started watching it, and, and there was something about it. I don't know if it was anything that they were doing in particular to emulate WCW of that time, or if it's just that there were some wrestlers involved there that, that have roots and connections to WCW back then, um, or, or maybe it just seemed like an alternative to, to the, the big company up there in Connecticut. There was something about AEW that just really got my attention and um and I started watching the shows and started really enjoying them and started seeing like this new generation of wrestlers that I had missed out on over the last uh 15 years or so 15 20 years and that's really got me fired up for wrestling in general now uh, a lot of the wrestlers in this promotion uh they have Roots to other promotions, like uh, over in Japan or or, or the, on the the independent circuit, and that's made me interested in all of that. And there's a lot of wrestlers who I really enjoy watching on AEW that had a career in the WWE also, and that's really encouraged me to go back and watch some of that wrestling programming from uh, the WWE promotion uh, that took place uh, during the 20-year the gap uh, that I didn't really watch much wrestling. And it's been a, a real, for me, it's been a real like wrestling revival uh, or a reawakening. Uh, and, and, I, and I really, really am enjoying it. So I, I don't know what the point of all that is other than, yeah, I enjoyed watching the pay-per-view last night. I, Sting wrestled... Uh, for the first time in an actual live wrestling match in, I think, six years. And, I, and my understanding is when he had his last match, uh, a lot of people believed it would be his last match because he was injured. But, uh, man, he still got the moves. He still has the magic, and he still pulled out all of his, uh, pretty much every one of his uh, classic uh, moves he used in the match. And it was really, it was really it was really impressive to see a guy in his fifties. Uh, he actually may be getting close to 60, uh, doing all that stuff. Uh, very, very cool. But, um, yeah, I guess that's enough about wrestling. I just thought I would talk about that a little bit, uh, since it was kind of on my mind since I just watched it. Uh, the other thing that, that I thought it would be kind of neat to talk about 
And this might be what I kind of wrap up with. Um, and I, I told you guys this was going to be all over the place. Uh, I do this other show here on the feed. And uh, I think some of y'all know, know what it is. It's called The Hoot and Holler. And in a lot of ways, Mr. Saunders Sandbox is kind of a spinoff from that because I had done a few of my Hoot and Holler episodes in this format of me just talking about what's on my heart and mind. And, and that kind of morphed into its own show, and that's the one you're listening to now. Well, over on The Hoot and Holler, I, I do some characters. It's kind of like a, a variety show, sort of. And I, I do some, you know, I do, I do a few characters. And I've talked about them on here. And, and those of you that have watched The Hoot and Holler are, are aware of the characters. But there's one. There's one character that started out as a very small bit. And he's sort of grown into his own thing. I would say he's outgrown his britches, but... He, he doesn't wear britches. He just wears a red shirt. And, and he's a bear uh, named Pooh. That's right. I'm talking about Pooh Bear. Now, uh, this is an impression of Winnie the Pooh that I've, I've done for as long as I can remember. And it's not, it's not a great impression. It, it's, it's what I call passable. But... Sometimes it comes off a little better than others, and I thought it might be a fun little exercise to go through the process of how I do that impersonation and, and share that with y'all. Now, hopefully this doesn't ruin the magic, and hopefully you guys won't think about what I'm about to tell you whenever you hear me doing a Pooh Bear bit uh, on the other show, but I don't know. This is kind of This is the kind of stuff I find interesting, so... Maybe, maybe you will find it interesting as well. So, how do I do Pooh Bear? Let me get a drink of water. Okay, Pooh Bear. He, first of all, you kind of have to, and even though my, my Pooh Bear is, is, is more of a, a diva, uh, or he has become one, uh, to do Pooh Bear, you kind of have to put yourself in that mindset of, you know, innocence, childhood, soft and cuddly, lovable, huggable, all that, you know, the words from the song, but all, all the, all of that stuff. And, and honey, honey is an important thing to think about too. So you, you start thinking about all that stuff. And then what you do is, and or this is what I do anyway, you want to start with a really lousy Jimmy Stewart impersonation. Uh, so, 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 so you start, you start doing a really bad Jimmy Stewart. And, 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 and this is, if you've ever heard a good Jimmy Stewart impersonation, or, or if you've ever heard Jimmy Stewart, this is not what he sounds like. But, but the thing, the thing you want to get from the Jimmy Stewart impersonation is, is more the, the cadence and, and, the, and the, the pattern of the speech, the, 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 the occasional stutter, uh, those things. And then the next next thing you're going to do is you're going to almost throw in a little bit of a John F. Kennedy at the end of your phrases so that there's like a pregnant uh, uh, stretching of the last words that you say. And then you've got your pool bear uh, uh, 
uh, rhythm going. And then what you want to do is you, you want to act like you're putting a whole bunch of something in your mouth while you're still doing these other things. And then you add a little bit of, I don't even know where this comes from, but you just kind of take it back a little bit. You know, it's almost like you're trying to, to talk and whisper at the same time. And then once you're talking in the cadence, you start to sound like cool by uh, you hear it now. And then the thing that really sells it is um, if you add the music, you know, like, like, like in a magic act, you have like, um, what, is, what is it that they call it? You know, Al would know he's a smart guy. Oh, I know, they call it misdirection. So you add the music, and then you're doing the talking, and then you have Pooh Bear. And there you go. That's how I do my Pooh Bear impersonation. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I hope that was uh, informative and uh, entertaining. It, it may not have been either of those things, but uh, there you go. That's how I do Pooh Bear. And, and you can follow those instructions and do Pooh Bear yourself. As a matter of fact, if you want to do your own Pooh Bear impersonation and send it to us, uh, we'll, we'll put it on a show. So that might be kind of fun. Uh, you know, you can, uh, if, if you want to, to go through with that, then just go to anchor.fm slash feeding dash the dash monster. And uh, then you can leave us a voice recording of your Pooh Bear. Uh, you can also, if you want to record it and email it to me, you can email it to me at hillbillyscribs at gmail.com. And uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll get a few Pooh Bears and uh, we'll have a dueling Pooh Bears or something. I don't know. We'll do something fun with it if you guys want to want to do that. Um, and speaking of Pooh Bear, uh, the next Hoot and Holler that comes out is going to be an all Pooh Bear episode. Uh storyline that there is kind of a storyline or a narrative that goes along with some of the episodes and and in the storyline Pooh Bear got a recent contract negotiation so any episodes that he's featured on uh, he is in 100% control he has total creative control of the episodes so the next uh, Hoot and Holler is going to be all Pooh Bear so that'll be interesting and uh, I'm working on that and it might come out tomorrow or it may come out next week we'll see but it'll be out soon but that is pretty much the show for today i i hope y'all enjoyed this uh <laughs> this wacky episode it was, i i feel like it was kind of all over the place uh but these are the things that i've been thinking about uh, uh of late so i thought i would share my thoughts with you guys so until next time i i hope you guys all have a happy and safe memorial day and, uh, you know, for those of you that aren't here in the States, uh, I hope you have a happy and safe Monday. And uh, thank you guys for coming and uh, digging around in my sandbox with me.
Do you consider yourself a player, but know deep down that you've really got no game? Well, that's okay. You can watch others who are players and who do have that game. And you can do this all with Twatch. So download the Twatch app for your computer, your console, or your mobile device and get to Twatching. It's Twatch for those who like to watch.